Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. What a pleasure it is to have you tune in to the Money Guys radio show. Well, this is really money wise with the Money Guys, but I'll tell you what, Ray Lance is really uh, the star here, USA Wealth Group, because uh, he helps protect your family's financial future, and especially in the event of the unexpected happening. And Ray, it's always a pleasure to be in your company. Thank you so much, Phil. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening every week, and welcome to another show for Money Wise. We're going to talk today about something that I think impacts almost everybody who's listening. We're going to ask the question, is it time for a financial checkup? Is it time for a spending checkup? Yes. Because unfortunately... It's more the uh, majority that I'm seeing right now. More, most people spend more than what they should, and you don't need to. So we're going to talk today about some very specific things about how to control spending, how to cut down your spending, and if you do that, you're going to be able to save more, which is the main objective, obviously. Sure. And boy, there's been some shocking stories in the newspaper recently. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, even this past week, on uh, Thursday, September 11th, there was an article called Debt Has Become My Undoing, and it's a story about a woman in California who's older, and she still has student loans. She went back to school late, and at her present rate, she's going to be 81 years old by the time she pays off her student loans. Oh my goodness. We're going to come back to that story in a minute. There have been very recent wow. articles in the Wall Street Journal about uh, couples who are living beyond their means, and um, unfortunately, it has become the American way of life. Debt. Debt. Mm-hmm. We're bombarded by advertisements all the time, television ads to buy this, to spend this, to buy a new car. You can put the television on uh, in the evening in particular, and you'll see in the space of an hour, you might see five separate car commercials, car and truck commercials. One after another. We're constantly being bombarded to spend, and that becomes part of our psyche. So we're going to talk about that in some detail. And for some people, it gives pleasure. And remember what Aristotle said even many, many thousands of years ago. The aim of the wise is not to secure pleasure, but to avoid pain. Aha! So if more people would adopt that philosophy, I suspect, uh, we wouldn't have some of the problems we have in the world today. And, um, you know, it was was interesting reading this article about the woman who's going to be 81 by the time she finishes paying off her student loans. um, Because Aristotle also said... Education is the best provision for old age. But I guess that's not the case if you start really late <laughs> and have a lot of student loans right. to, to pay for it. <laughs> so now I have to give you one that you can guess at, Phil. All righty. And this is a gentleman. Um, well, his name does begin with a P. <laughs> so let parents bequeath to their children not riches, but the spirit of reverence. The spirit of reverence. Yes. Hmm. You sound like Johnny Carson. Well, that's right. <laughs> the, the great Karnak. Hmm. That is Plato. That was definitely Plato. <laughs> so yeah. Remember Ed McMahon? He would yes. just give... <laughs> give. That was great. I used to watch that show. Oh, all the time. my God. When uh, Johnny would be in his uh, turban and he would hold the envelope to... <laughs> 
to his head. Carmack the Magnificent <laughs> did the same thing. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, Plato also said something else which I thought was interesting. We hear these quotations all the time, and we never know where they come from. Plato said, necessity is the mother of invention. That's interesting. I would have thought Ben Franklin. I would have would, thought Ben Franklin, too. would have said that. Actually, I think Ben Franklin probably copied Plato. <laughs> And revised all these famous sayings that he had for himself. You think maybe? <laughs> maybe. Who knows? <laughs> well, he loved uh, he loved reading Plato and Socrates. And yes, he did. He was a, he was a very smart man. Very. And you know, along the way, we really can learn so much from the Greeks. I, I one of my goals is I want to go back and read some Greek history when I have the time. Nice. Because we forget we forget how much. Yeah. The Greek philosophers in the Greek civilization did contribute oh, surely. to where we are today. One of the things I would like to announce today is that at the end of September, starting on September 30th and again on October 1 and October 2, my office, USA Wealth Group, is going to be doing some seminars for the public called Savvy Social Security Planning. And we're also going to be talking about some other ideas for maximizing retirement income. Now, the ideal person who should go to this is anyone who's interested, but in particular, if you're listening and you're between the ages of 58 and 66, there's something uh, very important you can learn at this seminar. We're going to be doing uh, Thursday, September 30th in the evening at White's of Westport. On Wednesday, October 1st, again in the evening, we'll be at the Century House in Akushnet. And on Thursday, we made a very strategic decision we're going to be doing a seminar in the afternoon at our office at USA Wealth Group. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do Thursday evening because we now have Thursday evening football. Oh. We figured people are going to be caught up in football, and they're probably not going to be caring about how they can maximize their Social Security. Yeah. So Savvy Social Security Seminars, we'll be talking about that more. And um, Give us just a, uh, an appetizer of some of the things that might come up. Sure. We're going to be talking, for example, about five major things to consider when you're deciding when to apply for benefits. Uh, When does it make sense to delay benefits? When does it not? Quick example, maybe you're a single person. You don't have a spouse. You're not going to be concerned about maximizing benefits for a spouse if you pass away. So maybe you might be more inclined to take it earlier. And longevity is also a factor, of course, too. How long do you expect to live? and um, why it's important to check your Social Security records for accuracy. Did you know, Phil, and ladies and gentlemen, that the Social Security Manual, which is the guideline for the representatives in Social Security offices, is 20,000 pages long? Why so little? Why so little? Well, they probably haven't had time to print more, I guess. (laughs) How many? 20,000 pages of regulations on Social Security. So most people think that it's really a simple subject. Oh, my it's gosh. It's not. We can give you some very good guidance. Oh, yeah. And if you make the right decisions compared to maybe not the right decision, it can make a difference literally of hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime mm-hmm. of additional benefits and benefits for Divorced spouses or widows or widowers, right? Uh, many, many things. Um, and really importantly, we're going to talk about how to coordinate the Social Security benefits with your other retirement accounts, assets, income. Uh, my prediction, and I've said this before, is that going forward, 
what's going to be most important to people when they retire is are they going to have enough income to live on comfortably right. mm-hmm. and will it last for them for their lifetime that's right because we're all living longer so why don't more people seek out the advice of a professional a caring a great person like yourself before they say yes i want to accept a social security now or why don't they get a little education well people in general tend to procrastinate people tend to listen to their neighbors more than they do to professionals often but one of the things that i like to do is to analogize to going to see a doctor if you have a medical problem you don't hesitate to go see a doctor Uh, If you have a financial question or a financial issue, you really need to do the same thing. Don't go see a doctor, but come see people like me Mm -hmm. because we can help. Yes. And uh, we're doing so much more now with helping people uh, even in later ages that we find with very significant debt problems. Um, Just this past week, um, I've met with uh, some people in that situation. And don't ever think that your situation is... um, hopeless or that you can't find some way to help there's always something that we can do to show you how to improve your situation how to better your situation so with that as background if you do have any interest in coming to our social security seminars we will not be putting this in the newspaper this time this is going out by mailed announcement to people in that age group but in the next couple of weeks we're going to be talking about social security in more detail to give folks some ideas about Mm -hmm. how important this is and the decisions that you make regarding your Social Security claim, it's going to stick with you for the rest of your life, and it's going to have an impact on your spouse if you're married, and um, there's just no, no reason not to get proper information on it. So let's talk about our topic today, which is, is it time for a financial checkup? And I'm suggesting that if you go for an annual physical, if you go for a periodic physical, if something is giving you a pain, you go and you get it checked out at the doctor's office. Right. Do the same thing for finances. If you are feeling a little pain because you're uncomfortable, whether you'll have enough money on, uh, on which to retire, uh, get some professional help. It doesn't cost anything to sit down with us and to, to begin that process. And that's important. It's a free consultation. And it's so, so interesting. You teach so much during that consultation. It's amazing. And I find it very gratifying. It's a lot of fun to tell people how to improve their financial lives. It, it really is truly gratifying. Mm-hmm. Um, example, this past week I had uh, some folks who came in, a uh, married couple. We did annuities for them 10 years ago. They're both IRAs. They've been taking their regular periodic required distributions. It's now 10 years later. Those particular annuities uh, were 10-year terms. They've matured. And we looked at the balance of what they originally put in and what they had right now. They actually have a little bit more money than when they started, but they've been taking distributions every year right. as well. And boy, does that make them feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and the principal is uh, not only there, but more than they invested. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. The first step in doing anything, and we've talked about this before, is make a financial budget. If you don't have a budget, it's the old question of if you don't have a a map of where you want to go, how are you going to know how to get there? You need to know what what are your income sources now. If you're not quite retired, what will be your income sources in retirement? And then we match that up against what your expenses are. 
And one of the things we're going to talk about today is ways in which you can cut down on spending and cut down on your expenses so you can afford to live on a little less. But we have a, a very good, simple uh, one page, one piece of paper printed on two sides, which tells you what your budget is. And we're happy to send that to anyone who wants it. Just give mm-hmm. us a call at 508-998-8858. We'll be happy to send you a budget. Uh, we'll clip our card to it. There's no obligation to do anything further. We won't bother you. Uh, budgets are really a necessary evil. They show you how you're spending your money now. You can use software programs like QuickBooks, for example, um, or Quicken for family guidelines, and you can keep track of all of your expenses. You know, over the years, um, less, less than 5% of the people I see are really organized about their finances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you ought to be. If you keep medical records, you ought to be keeping good quality financial records. It's not hard to do. Watch out for cash leakages. You know, one of the biggest problems we have today is the ATM machine and the debit card. And those two things, especially I see it with the younger generation, uh, it's so easy to just go buy something and pull out the debit card. That's right. And sometimes I've seen people who will check their balance first and then whip out their their debit card. Mm-hmm. And it's the age that we live in. It's just too quick and too easy to spend money. So watch out for the ATM machine and uh, don't spend beyond your limits ever if you can. If you have a household income of $50,000, live within your household income of $50,000. Tithe yourself. Uh, Tithing is something that used to be popular in churches. Uh, I know there's a church in Tiverton. Um, One of my clients is a member there, Tiverton, Rhode Island. Um, All their members tithe. They give 10% of their income to their church. Mm -hmm. Um, The Church of uh, Jesus Christ of the Latter-day Saints, uh, the Mormons, Mm Uh, they're very strong on tithing. And it's something that when you do that kind of a thing, it carries over into other aspects of your life. Because you're giving that kind of money to your church, for example, your temple, um, it makes you more mindful of how you're spending money yourself. So if you don't go to church, and not a lot of people do today, uh, tithe yourself. If you have $50,000 of income, What's 90% of that? Nine times five is 45,000. Try to live on 90% and take the other 10% and put it aside. Save it. Save it for big picture items. Don't count on windfalls. Don't count on the lottery. When's the last time we heard about somebody in our greater community who really made big on the lottery? I can't remember. I can't remember ever hearing that. Every once in a while you hear somebody will will make a million dollars on a scratch ticket, but... Most people don't. You're not going to get by if you have to depend on winning the lottery. You have to you have to create your own lottery. So no more bingo for me? Well, bingo is partly amusement, you know, but that's an interesting question, Phil, when you think about it because you know, once in a while I go to Foxwoods, although I think it's probably been 3 years at least since I've been there. Um, a lot of people go regularly. The people that go for entertainment, they yeah. have the best time. Of course. And you have only, you have to put a limit on what you're going to spend. Sure. If you're going to get down there and say, I can't afford to spend more than $100, okay, leave your credit cards at home so you won't be tempted. Take your $100, and when your $100 is gone, yeah. 
Enjoy the atmosphere. Oh, absolutely. And have, a, have something to eat. Enjoy yourself, but don't spend more money. You know, there are some <laughs> great specials for seniors. Sure. Just a few bucks that yep. can give them a day's worth. Yeah. Of entertainment, it's, it's fun. It's great fun. It's <laughs> it's a nice, it's a fun place to go. Of course, Foxwoods doesn't make too much on it, but <laughs> it's a fun, fun way to spend the day. Yeah, but you know they're gonna if there's thirty people, say forty people on the bus, and they each spend a hundred dollars, they've made four thousand dollars on that bus because <laughs> they haven't given much of it back. <laughs> right, right. But uh, no regard. Casinos and so forth is purely entertainment. Sure, of course. And if you're really lucky, yeah, put the money in your pocket and walk out the door. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Stop while you're ahead. But there's a real psychology to saving money, and there's a real psychology to spending money, and it really isn't part of our brains. For a lot of people, it gives them pleasure to go out and buy something new. Um, Tenny, my wife, is just the opposite. She has everything that she's ever owned probably since the seventh grade, I suspect. <laughs> uh, the problem we have is getting her to get rid of some of it. But the rummage sales are coming up soon in the fall at the church. So. But um, don't use your uh, credit cards or other lines of credit. If you're going to buy something, get in the habit of paying cash. If you need to go out and buy something, if you can only pay for it with a credit card, put off buying that item, whatever it is. Wait until you can pay cash. And then withdraw the cash from your bank account yourself mm -hmm. uh, so you can see that your balance is going down. It creates stimulus in your brain, basically, that shows that your account is going down. Pay as you go. Don't run up a tab at the bar. Um, I mean, we've all done that in the past. But um, if you buy a drink at a bar, pay for it. And then maybe you're not going to be tempted to just automatically buy another drink. Mm -hmm. uh, set up some saving goals for yourself. If you don't have goals on what you want to save, it's never going to happen. Right. Write it down. And then, okay, it's once in a while it's fine to reward yourself. Um, if you're tired of just saving money, then go out and take yourself out to dinner or do something of that nature. Mm -hmm. But have a plan. Uh, look forward to the future. You have to have a future to look forward to. So those are some spending ideas, but for savings ideas, um, make sure that when you're going to try to save money, if you're saving for something that's pleasurable like a vacation, say, you know what, I'm going to take a trip next year. I'm going to take a cruise. It's going to cost me $1,000. I'm going to put aside $75 a month. And when I do that and I have all the money, then I know that it's going to be paid for. Uh, so you keep a little distance and you take care of it in the future, but you're not going to worry about um, putting on a credit card right, right now necessarily. And tell somebody what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, Make somebody else buy into your spending plan so that um, once you announce what you're doing, it makes it easier in some ways to save because now other people are buying into it and they can ask you sometime, how are you doing with your savings? Sure. So have some goals, set a plan, and... Um, I want to give you a quotation from, um, this was uh, Dwight Eisenhower. Uh, the greatest lesson in life is to know that even fools are right sometimes. There you go. That was, I thought, very helpful. And um, one other one that I like that I thought of for today, this was Albert Einstein. Now, we think of Albert Einstein as being this brilliant scientist, which he was. So he said, when a man sits with a pretty girl for an hour, it seems like a minute. 
but let him sit on a hot stove for a minute, and it's longer than any hour. That's relativity. <laughs> that is so funny. He was a very interesting man. He was also uh, uh, dyslexic, and he didn't learn to read until he was like five or six years old. How interesting. So he was very slow to mm-hmm. begin to learn how to read, but he was yes. obviously um, a very brilliant man. And then Eisenhower, uh, Dwight D. Eisenhower, President General, uh, once wrote, I have found out in later years that my family was very poor, but the glory of America is that we didn't know it. Oh, isn't that very wise? And, and I wonder yeah. how many people listening could <clears throat> say the same oh, thing. I know a lot of our seniors feel that. I mean, yeah. I could make that statement. Sure, absolutely. I grew up in a military household that had virtually no money, and we lived mm-hmm. in... You know, really low-income housing. And yeah. I actually did live in uh, low-income housing when my father was in Korea. We lived in a, in a housing project in Worcester. Yeah. Uh, brick buildings that were hit by the tornado. So, um, you know, the nice thing about America is the fact that if you study, if you educate yourself, if you try, you can go on and do other kinds of things in life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. We're going to come back to our topic of spending. And our focus today is on budgeting and making sure you review where you are in life financially and taking the time to do a financial checkup. So we're going to be right back and uh, we'll talk more about that subject.